When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use promo code DNVR, new customers, you can make any $5 NFL playoff bet this week and you're going to get $250. No, not two hundred fifty. Two hundred dollars. <laughs> I was excited. It's more than one fifty. It's all. It's now two hundred in free bets it's if your team wins. Two hundred now. They've bumped it up for the playoffs. Dang. I like it. That's it. All you got to do is use code DNVR for DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. <laughs> Susie, I'm Patrick Lyons. Patrick, I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, I love your Los Chivos hat today. Thank you. Go goats. I'm going, going colorful. Got some socks on, my new Christmas socks I got. Did, did I tell you that I got an update it. on what I have to do to become a part owner of the Hartford Yard Goats? You know, we've got a lot to talk about today, <laughs> but I feel like we do need to discuss you possibly becoming an owner of the Hartford Yard Goats, which we teased last week as as a possibility, as a potential. Because mm-hmm. you, you, you saw I did the talk to text. I texted Tim Restall. And? He said that they're not looking to sell... All or parts anytime soon. So I know, I know. Playing hard to get. They're playing okay. hard to get and it's working. All right. Okay. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. All right. Well, we'll. So that is not my next move right now, but I'm just going to put it out there. I am in the market right now to be a part owner of a minor league baseball team. And if it's not the yard goats, if they're not going to let me. Listen, I'm gonna explore my options. If you wanna if you wanna like Venmo me a couple thousand bucks, I think I can get you a good twenty-five percent stake in the new Britain Rock Cats. But you know what? Work on it during the show. Uh, I'll make sure that happens. Uh, we have to deep talk cut, deep cut. We have to talk about Carlos Correa. Chaos. Ten umpires retiring. The Rockies got themselves another lefty for the bullpen. Mm-hmm. The future of general managers and managers for the Rockies and uh, earthquake. Talk. I ha- I did. I wrote up a report. The report is first and foremost. Carlos Correa is not a New York Met. Here on day twenty-eight, Minnesota Twins, six years, two hundred million. This is absolutely chaotic. Um, Kelsey Wingert, our friend, did a timeline tweet of everything that we have seen with the Carlos Correa Ooh. saga. Do you want me to go through the timeline? Please, yes. November seventh is when he opts out of that Minnesota contract. The two-year. Mm-hmm. $70.2 million. December 13th, he agrees to 13 years, 350 with San Francisco. 350. Let's remember that 350. number. $350 million. Okay. So that's $26.9 million average annual value. Okay. Okay. Then December 21st, I wake up on my birthday. Carlos Correa has somehow agreed to 12 years, $315 million Not bad. With the Mets. So that's Great. a $26.2 million AAV. But you got to keep in mind, like, the taxes. Because the taxes are higher in California than in New York. Probably not by that much. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, so it might have, might have bounced out. Maybe He's playing with his out. buddy Francisco Lindor there on the left side of the it's Mets infield. Yeah. You probably have a better chance of winning a World Series with the Mets in the next few years and than with the Giants. So yeah. that's fine. That's fine. 315 we'll take it. But then... 
dun, we dun, know dun. we know that negotiations have not been going well. And as of just about an hour ago, we've heard news that Carlos Correa has agreed to six years, two hundred million dollars, a thirty-three point three million AAV with the Minnesota Twins. So, a hundred fifty million dollars less than he thought he was going to make a month ago. But more wow. per year. Who cares? I don't know. Maybe more cares. per year. Or you know what? I want to know. I want to know what the holdup is. I, I want more know. money. I want to know. And the question is: Are we sure that this deal is going to get we done? We don't know because this is still pending a physical. All right. So we don't know anything. Again, we have to save this clip <laughs> for a month from now, right? As they're about to report for spring training, Rockies agreed to deal with Carlos Correa four years. 160 million. He's making 40 million annually. He's going to feel good about that, but he's only making 160 million. And he goes from Giants and Mets down to the Twins up to the Rockies? Uh, up? Up I to think, the Rockies? I think Twins to Rockies is a, a lateral move at okay. best. All right, horizontally <laughs> to the Rockies. Look, uh, it's crazy as that suggestion sounds. It's, it's not, not that crazy as what this has been. With the way that this saga yes. has panned out, like it's really that is not a crazy uh, no. series of events. Apparently, uh, according to John Heyman, adds that the Mets offered six years, one hundred fifty-seven and a half million. So basically, half of what they had originally mm-hmm. agreed to. And going back, that was kind of what I thought maybe the Mets were going to try to do. Is like, look, let's get in, let's have him get acclimated to New York let's a little get our bit. Foot in the door. Oh, hey, you could be with your boy Francisco Lindor, Frankie, Mister Smile. This is great. You can be a Met. You're going to win a World Series, and then we'll go ahead and kind of renegotiate a couple things and and tamp that number down just a little bit. I did not realize it was going to go down as low as it did. Six years, two hundred million is still really nice, mm-hmm. but that's. That is a lot less than he was expecting. A lot less. I I still want to know what what happened. I want to know what ha- what is happening behind the scenes with these yeah. physicals. Did, did he tatties himself? Did we're going to find out? Because there's more than one way to tatties yourself, as we all know. There are multiple <laughs> avenues in Tatisville. Absolutely. That's just. What do these comments say right now? It's it's so wild right questions? now. I can't really read our screen from this far away. The physical Theo. <laughs> yeah, that's been the holdup. You know, uh, 2014 in the minor leagues is uh, is Cleek got caught going to third base on a triple in the minors. Uh, it ended his season. Mm-hmm. They're worried about that, but he hasn't had any issues with his leg since then. No issues since then. And it was so, so long puzzling. ago. So, yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, we, we had speculated uh, on Monday's show. Uh, it, if he tatised himself, that means either he's injured himself since the end of the regular Doing season. Doing something that he wasn't supposed to do. Yes. I mean, even if it was something, even if it was totally fine. Yeah. He's still injured, right? Yeah. Still bottom line. Mm-hmm. Um, or PED. Did he get popped for PED? Again, pure, that was purely speculation mm-hmm. on my part. At Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. You don't, don't go to Susie. Speculation. Pure speculation. Do right? not ever tweet at me about this. Don't ever tweet at me ever, honestly. No. Also... <laughs> Just like, uh, you know, a couple months ago, this is the final show that we'll talk about Aaron Judge. This is the final time we're going to talk about Carlos Correa. It's not, because we don't know if this is where he's going to land. Damn it, you might be right. That's the thing. Like, at least, like, when Aaron Judge finally, you know, like, signed, sealed, delivered, like, it was done. That's true. We can't can't rely on Carlos Correa to just, like, stay where... It's true. We don't know. We don't know. And, again, he's playing in Minnesota, so there's a good chance it might not come up at all, like, during the regular season. Although the Rockies will be playing the Twins again this year, as they will will every year. Everyone plays everyone now. Ken wishing Susie a belated happy birthday. You're a year late. 
Her birthday was in 2022. <laughs> you're, late, you're late, Ken. You know Step what? Your game I, I've up. got another one in 2023 coming up. You know, not for a while, but you're early, go. so thank you. Ethan pointing out, <laughs> if they were to sign Carlos Correa, hey, that's, uh, that's another overpaid injured guy on the roster. Ethan, wow. uh, all I'll say is this. Oh, that was so mean, Patrick. Ethan's got some good comments. Uh, Ethan is a good commenter. Ethan, we always appreciate you. Thank you. I'm, I want to see what the comments are going to be when we talk about umpires because 10 retired this uh, this offseason, like the most almost ever. The, the previous record mm-hmm. was in 1999, and it was only because uh, a whole bunch of umpires like retired, like they, they handed in their resignation mm-hmm. because it was uh, a negotiating ploy oh. between the umpires union and MLB. And the crazy part is MLB, when they they worked the deal out, there were 22 guys that they were like, nope, we are still accepting your resignation. <laughs> we do not want you back. And Joe West was one of those guys. Joe West did not, he missed like, I think two years, 2000 and 2001. So he could have broken the record for most games umpired even earlier. He clearly was set on getting that record. Oh my god! And umpiring for two more additional years. Is that up when? Is that when Joe West, uh, when he had that little break? Um, is that when he recorded his album? <laughs> it could have been. It could have been. No, I'm I think that was earlier up. than that. I need to look it up. I actually think there are two Joe West albums on Spotify. One is just of him. It's an album of him talking. Blue Cowboy. That's the official album. And then there's also one of just him talking in conversations with just like music playing in the background. I don't know what that's about. You know what? Honestly, you know what? Good for him. He tried something different. That man is an artist. He's so creative. He's creative with the strike zone. He's creative (laughs) with his music. (laughs) I'll tell you what. He is the A-Rod of umpires because if he were to like get back into the game or announce, I think people would actually love him because he'd have some great stories and then all of a sudden you're not offended by his deal, right? His persona. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh yeah, you are a persona. Like we're okay with that in this spectrum, in entertainment, in media. But when you're behind the plate, you don't care for it. So I think he could he could have one of those resurgence of uh, of his career if he wanted to do that. I love that ESPN Jesse Rogers said uh, about these uh, retirements, seven of which were crew chiefs. Quote: Some of the retirements are due to nagging injuries. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> umps going on the IL. I just find that to be really funny. Um, oh, Joe West's uh, album Blue Cowboy was in 1987. There we go. Yeah. Uh, the retiring umps have combined for over 200 combined MLB seasons, which now means 10 umpires are coming up from the minor leagues, which is actually good for baseball. I, I love this. Uh, so who is like, do the umpires have top prospects? So I, I, I'm glad you went there. Uh, you beat me to it. I was, I, as soon as you started talking, I'm like, oh, prospects, umpire prospects. Do, is there like a ranking, like a baseball America, but for umpires? Not, not exactly, but. Uh, it is proven that young umpires, when they come up, mm-hmm. they have much better and more consistent strike zones. So the strike zones are going to get better. Those are guys, their eyesight's better. I was going to say, yeah, it's got to be yep. like, you know, your eyesight is like so sharp. And then like, you know, once you get to your, you know, 50s, your eyes are kind of, they're kind of gone. <laughs> no offense, but like. I mean, they're, they're, they're still going. in your head, but the they vision. They explode out of your eye sockets. That is what I thought happened. Oh my they god! Don't? When you're fifty, yeah. Ha- oh my god! Six more years, TikTok. and then your eyes are go- no. Um, <laughs> yeah. How much money does an umpire make? Great question by Super Producer Tiffany. 
Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I want to say you might start at around 100,000, which, which is decent. Now, when I was a youngster, my uncle vehemently told me to not be an umpire because really? they made nothing. And I could have gone down that route. Um, would you like to know the average salary of an MLB umpire? I would say the average is three fifty. And Tiffany, what do you th- what, what, what's your guess? Three hundred fifty thousand. Oh, okay, then you can't play. Um, okay, <laughs> so the average salary for an MLB umpire is two hundred and thirty-five thousand uh, dollars. A rookie um, a rookie umpire will start with the salary of one fifty. Oh, one fifty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I want to say Joe West maybe on his way out was maybe making like $700,000, which again is a lot for any of us here and probably for anyone listening, mm-hmm. but compared to what the baseball players make, I mean, that's nothing. Like the most tenured umpire mm-hmm. is making what the, like, Alan Trejo is making. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> league minimum guy, right? A young player. So uh, that's wild. But no, my, my uncle like told me the horror stories of, yep, you got to drive around whoever your partner is with. You're carpooling with them from city to city. You're washing your underwear in sinks because at the time there was a book that had come out that he read and it was like, yeah, no, I legitimately umpires were not like treated very well back in the day. And especially in the minor leagues, like when you're going through the minors, like it's, it's rough and tumble. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a, was a guy, uh, shout out to Brian Peterson out there. He made it to triple a. Um, and about, I want to say maybe five, six years ago, he had to call it quits because it's the same thing in the big leagues where like, if you don't have any open spots and you're clogging up the, uh, you know, the umpire pool in triple A, well, there's double A guys that they, they want to work their way through. Mm-hmm. And he just decided, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm good, but it's a great umpire. I mean, I, I'd ump wow. with him in little league oh and everything. Gosh. Uh, but he made it to triple A. Is it too late to for you to make a career move into umpiring? That's a good question. Probably. Yes. I think no matter how well you know the rule book or however well, you know, your strike zone is, they, they want the young guys in there Mm. to go through. And again, that's another thing. It it depends on your age. There's, there could be a little bit of that, that ageism going on where again, you don't want to, you want to clog up the pipeline too much. So they're, they're going to get rid of you. So, uh, that's the situation that the last time the league has added as many as eight New umpires was in 2014, and that was only because of instant replay stuff with uh, with New York City. So, oh. yeah, the uh, I loved it, this tweet. I don't know if we have uh, we've got a graphic for it, but I don't know if we have the the person's uh, name on Twitter. Uh, when the story came out from Jesse Rogers from ESPN, hey, ten umpires retiring, seven crew tre- crew uh, chiefs, um, you know, immediately commented, "Where's Angel Hernandez on this list? <laughs> Where is he?" Like. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we kind of wanted that. And of course, in true baseball fashion, underscore rally cap said, November, I miss baseball. December, I miss baseball. January right now, I would agree. I miss baseball. February, spring training's back. I miss baseball. Yes. March, still, I miss baseball. And then April 1st, this friggin' ump. This friggin' ump. Like, that's true. That, that's baseball right there in a nutshell. That is baseball. I do that's love baseball. That. Hey, that's baseball. that's baseball. That's the first one of the year. We're going to be hearing a lot of those. Oh, my goodness. Market. That's the first one. We're going to have to talk about Bud Black. He's in the final year uh, of his deal with the Rockies to be a manager. Who do they go with next year? Could there be other front office guys? I, I'm excited about some of these uh, these dream candidates. Let's talk about the possibilities, Patrick. Let's, but let's talk about the possibilities of you getting your butt down here to the <laughs> confluence of Colfax and York because the DNVR bar is the friggin' spot. And if you're a diehard... On top of the 20% off you're getting at dnvrlocker.com, the tailgates, mm-hmm. 
party bus. Those tickets are 20% off. But you're getting 15% off here at the bar, even on your drinks. You're getting a new shirt each and every year. Like, do the math. You don't really have to come out here that much. Uh, for to just break even. And then on top of that, you're getting all the exclusive stories. Mm -hmm. You're getting diehard content. We had one just last week uh, all about uh, the the farm director, Chris Forbes, talking about Zach Veen and how he's kind of glad he got his butt kicked in the Eastern League a little (laughs) bit. And I I think that helped him out a little bit when he went to the Arizona Fall League. But you get all this great written content, Harrison Wind, A.J. Hayfley, you name it, up and down the line. Uh, It's fantastic stuff. That's what you get as a diehard. And access to the diehards only Discord which is also a lot of fun. And you know what? I will say your lion's share column, which is also a uh, diehard-only feature, is one of the most popular things on our website. Thank you. So congratulations to, on that. Thank, th- thanks to me You're and Zach Veen. We, we did it. Zach, we did it. We're, we're Thank there. Thank you to the live studio audience for reacting. We're, we're, one of the, uh, we're one of the top in the game. Denver Health is definitely one of the top in the game. Right now, it's open enrollment time for those individual health plans now. Through January 15th, get moving on that. Denver Health Medical Plan offers Elevate Exchange plans available on the Connect4 Health Marketplace uh, with great benefits and affordable plan choices. You can also call direct at 303-602-4912 and sign up online at denverhealthmedicalplan.org. This year, they're offering lower monthly premiums than any plan currently available on the marketplace, and they've added new mental health benefits for your regular copay. Again, Go online or give them a call at 303-602-4912, denverhealthmedicalplan.org. Open enrollment for the exchange runs through November 15th. Give them a call and pull up or give a call. Can you give a call to an app? No. Can you call up an app? Hey, Siri, call my app. Call my DraftKings Sportsbook app. Let's see how much money I won last night on the national championship game. Oh, what a, what a, this take is going to age very poorly. Is it 63 to 7? Was that the final score? I can't count up that high. Uh, someone on Monday's show, as their DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week, I can't remember which of the three of us it was. If it was myself, Tiffany, it was uh, six, or Susie. It was 65 to 7, by the way. Oh, 65 to 7. Yeah. All right, so it was all, so it was still kind of a blowout. It wasn't as close as I thought. It with it being sixty three to seven, <laughs> but um, you know what? This is why DraftKings is a step ahead of the game because even if you're listening to me with my football takes, I got a couple right this year, mm-hmm. and I might get a couple right come playoffs. But I, I was way off. They're going to help you out right now because the NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go to place for the wild card round, which I know I'm going to fare a lot better. Mm-hmm. I'm not picking the Eagles. See, that's a, that goes to show you how much I know about the NFL. I'm not picking the Eagles in the wild card round. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, so, all right, I got the cosign. I was like, all I heard was I'm not picking the Eagles. See? I smart. Okay. S-M-R-T smart. Um, wild card round action <laughs> is where you can get it all. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, to kick off the road to Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Susie, as I finish this ad read, I want you to think about what the Roman numerals for 57 look like and do not look at your laptop. laptop. I know Roman numerals. So all new and existing customers and existing, so not even just new ones using code DNVR, you can get a no-sweat bet each day on the wildcard round this weekend. That's where if your choice loses, don't fret. You can get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good. Why bet the NFL playoffs anywhere else? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR. 
New customers, you can bet $5 on any NFL team, and when they win, you get 200 in free bets instantly, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, and only with code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Susie, what's the Roman numeral for 57? It is. <laughs> I can't think of what it is right now, so well, you've got okay, time. Okay, so it's got to start with L. L, yes. And then the V for the 5, and then plus, it's 57, right? Yeah. Plus 2, so L-V-I-I. Yeah, you got it. There yes. you go. The L was the, the hardest part. That was the hardest part. Do you know they didn't use a Roman numeral for 50? Yes, because it's it was just, just an, an L. L. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yes. There we go. Taking an L. Rockies are not taking an L. They're not. Actually, they, they're getting an L HP in reliever. There we go. Fernando. Now, <laughs> we're going to teach you guys how to correctly pronounce it and take all the fun out of it. But A B A D. It's not a, a, a bad. I know. We want it to He's be a, a bad. He might be a baddie. We don't know. I don't know him yet. Is he a bad pickup? I don't know. Let's but he's that. actually <laughs> Fernando Abad. Abad. So go the opposite on both syllables. A uh, and bod. Mm -hmm. Fernando Abad gets himself a minor league deal. He was effective last year in AAA. We are officially in like minor league signing season where it's minor league deals across mm -hmm. the board, a couple big league free agents out there. I think the Rockies are firmly entrenched in the, we're only going to be looking at minor league guys. Corey Dickerson off the board. He signed with the, the Nationals. Brett Phillips, Vibes coordinator. Brett Phillips. Brett Phillips signed a major league deal. Yeah, he did. Wasn't even a minor league deal. No, like 1.5 mil. Brett Phillips, though, to the Angels. Do you know how many Macho Man t-shirts he can buy with that kind of money? A lot. For his, his friend. His what do you mean you don't know what oh, it right, means? Oh, right, because you told me the story. I forgot. Okay. You love wrestling now because of Brett Phillips. No, I, well, I forgot I forgot the story, and now All I right. remember. So, question to you. <laughs> this year, when the Angels come to town, yeah. what what line are you getting into? The Otani scrum, where you're going to be like five, six people back. You're not getting a question in. You're lucky if your camera even like catches some of it. Your camera will get Otani, but you're going to get a lot of the scrum inside people with their camera, or... Are you getting some one-on-one -on -one time with Brett Phillips to talk about Patrick, Macho Man? Which one are you going with? Patrick, this question breaks my heart. This is a good question. It's a good question, but it makes me upset because I will not be in town when the Angels are here at Coors Field because my best friend Oof. is getting married in New York. The nerve of her, right? It's I'll actually, say it. I'm actually say so upset. I'm so upset. Like, of course, I'm excited about the wedding, but like... I'm so sad it had to be that weekend. Wow. So you I might know. miss one of the Yankees games because of Taylor Swift. I'm definitely missing a Yankees game because of Taylor You're confident. Swift. Okay. I'm, no, you don't I have will, tickets yet. I will spend a fortune, though, on the Game Time app, and that will be a good deal still. But are you going to do the legwork and see if you can travel to another city on a weekend when the Rockies are on the road and pay the exact same amount? I'm telling you, you might be able to do that. I'm, but you know, but I want, Little Rock, Arkansas, the but, Little Rock Sportatorium. If she's playing a, a dingy place like but that, my friends, but my friends here in Denver, all, we're all gonna go see the concert oh, together. Friends. So it's not like I can just like you know get out of here. With that else. friends talk. It's just the best. The besties want to see Taylor Swift. That's true, and but the opening act. I mean, you can pregame at the DNVR bar and then go over. We the, will pregame at the DNVR the, bar. The opening act for that I want that everyone show. to see my, my outfit that I'm going to wear. I don't know what I'm wearing yet. Your Swift but outfit. Tiffany, are you a Swifty? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, good. All right. Okay, good. I'm not a hater. I definitely like, put her on. And, like, you like Taylor Swift, I but like yes. I you're not in the cult. Wait, but the fact that you you put her on when you're getting ready, like 
if you like make a choice to listen to someone that like goes beyond just, I'll leave it on on the radio. People who leave it on the radio are like, oh yeah, I like her, but I'm just leaving it on. If you actually, you chose. if you're using your thumbs to search out, you know, an artist, I feel like yeah, that goes now, a little which, bit beyond that. Which album or which era doing are you this? listening to? Really do- I'm so sorry to everyone out there. Keep, no, go ahead and answer. I'm going to have a separate podcast over here. Oh, one of my favorites oh, on the new album. Of course. We all love Burgundy. It's my favorite Thank track. Thank you for tuning in to the DNVR Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Ken, coming in hard here uh, in the chat, Alex Cora as the next Rockies manager. Are we also transitioning showing to off, manager talk? Not exactly, but okay. I, he, he caught my attention because he got the Roman numeral for the Super Bowl. So, oh, he did. Uh, I'm giving Ken, uh, Ken job, Rose Ken. a lot of love today. Uh, no, I... Uh, our guy Fernando Abad did a uh, did a nice job in Leadum play. That would be the League of Dominican Republic, Dominican nice. Winter League. Two hundred eight ERA in seventeen <laughs> games, eighteen strikeouts. So uh, he could be a candidate to actually make the opening day roster. If you're looking for non roster invite guys, he's someone. I think he's about thirty seven. Here's my question to you, Susie. Pop thirty seven. Okay. Pop Suze. Pop Suze. He's right. pitched in part of ten major league seasons going back to twenty ten. How many years of service time does he have? I'm gonna say he has two years of service time. Oh, that would be ex- that would be that that he would be <laughs> the new Godot. Like we'd have to call that it you being a bod, a botted. Like you just you're on a big league roster and then you're off. You're getting like one day at a time. No, he's got six years and okay. 169 days. Um, so, but yeah, ten years, but less than seven. So. Uh, I also okay. was doing a little research for something. That was another side note because Abad, if he doesn't make the big league roster, he'll probably pitch with the isotopes. Do you know the last time the Rockies have had a triple A team with a winning record? This is stunning, but it makes sense because I think back, I'm like, wait a minute. No, the isotopes no, didn't have a winning no. record this year. The isotopes have never had a winning record while they've been affiliated with the Rockies. How about that? Oh, gosh. Never. You'd have to go back to the Stu Cole-managed 2012 Colorado Springs Sky Sox, folks. It's been a decade since their AAA has had a 500 or better oh winning percentage. Oh, my gosh. Stu That's Cole. wild, right? That is wild. 447 winning percentage, 105 games under 500 for their seven seasons. Their best year, 71-72. I think that was their first year in 2016. Dang. Yeah. That's pretty disappointing, actually. <laughs> Tell me about the earthquake. Give me, give me some earthquake updates on this. Okay, so I learned a lot about the East Coast earthquake of 2011. It was in August of 2011. We talked about this yesterday because there was a game that was suspended in Seattle. We're talking about Damar Hamlin, John Sherry, umpire, unfortunately, heart attack, died on opening day. Thurman Munson died in a plane crash. We didn't talk about that. Mm-hmm. They played the next day, Ugh. like in season. Like that's... Totally wild. Ray Chapman from uh, 1920 Cleveland, only player to uh, only active player on the field to die, was hit in the head with a baseball. Carl Mays, fantastic book by Mike Sewell called The Pitch That Killed. You can learn all about that incident and the fact that Cleveland ended up winning the World Series that year without their star shortstop. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about suspended games. Seattle, earthquake in 96. We got off on a tangent Mm -hmm. and now we're actually tangenting back to it. We're tangenting back. Uh, (laughs) This does come back to baseball, though, surprisingly. Yes, Yes, I did some research. I told Patrick I was going to 
write up a whole report on this. So <laughs> the East Coast earthquake, where did it happen? So the epicenter was in Virginia and tremors from that earthquake were felt as far south as Atlanta, Georgia, as far north wow. as Quebec. Quebec? Merci. Quebec? See? Oui. Bonjour. <laughs> I'm getting my languages mixed up. It was felt as far west as Illinois and as far east as mm. New Brunswick. Um, but yes. Also Canada. Let's yeah. talk about let's talk about Williamsport. Because the Little League World Series was going on. <gasps> That's right, because so it was during, in August. During this earthquake, so just before 2 p.m., in the midst of the opening game between New England and Old England, well, Europe, um, the Little League Baseball World Series experienced the ground shaking. I did not know this or remember this yes, at all. Yes, yes. Um, and even more baseball. So this earthquake was, you know, we know it was felt as far west as Illinois. Mm -hmm. They felt it in Ohio. So in Cleveland <laughs> at the press box at Progressive Field, it shook during the third inning of a Cleveland baseball game. And a lot of wow. other buildings in Ohio were evacuated because they, they really felt it in Ohio. Wow. Mm -hmm. and That's crazy. This not baseball, but a sporting event was okay. happening in New Haven, Connecticut. It was the 2011 New Haven Open at Yale. It's a tennis tournament. And the tournament stopped for two hours, and the main stadium was evacuated so the fire department could check to see if there was any damage. Wow. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't because... It's a lame East Coast earthquake. It was a lame East Coast earthquake. And I had said yesterday, oh, it's because of fracking. We don't know that it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where that came from. Um, no, never... so that was a, that, <laughs> th it, th but there's fracking done in West Virginia. So okay, see, like, I didn't know that. I didn't. I only learned about fracking when I moved to Colorado. Yeah, no, no, so. there's, there was fracking happening in West Virginia, so really not too far right, so from So you had information I didn't have. Yes. All right, well, I'll give you that one. I, I, I won't uh, bust your chops on that. But a fun fact, I'm going to give you some fun facts about this earthquake. Um, so people were tweeting like crazy during this earthquake, like, oh my gosh, I just felt an earthquake. Yeah. Um, but tweets move faster than earthquakes. So people <laughs> saw tweets about the earthquake and then like... No. Yeah, people saw tweets about the I earthquake. I believe that. And then like they'd be like, oh my gosh, someone just tweeted this 10 seconds ago about feeling an earthquake in DC. And then like 30 seconds later, they felt the earthquake. Did you find an actual story of people saying that in that moment or was it like written after because i could feel like people's memories like go like you know you talk to players and they're like well i remember and then this guy caught the foul ball and then there was a delay and you go back and look and be like you that's not what happened like our memories are not as good no, as we I know think that our memories betray us because we, when we remember something we don't remember the thing we remember the last time we remembered it that is like how the human memory works sure but um, no, this was like happening in real time though. Ah, where, okay. um, yeah. So, cause we also know, you know, tweets go out instantly, but earthquakes, like, you know, the tremors, they don't, they don't travel as fast as that. Wow. Yes. I, I do remember that when it happened, this is crazy. I stood up and I stood in the doorway. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed I to do. I somehow instinctually know what to do in an earthquake, even though I'd never been in an earthquake. And then second, second story of my parents' house shouted downstairs, Oh, uh, anything happening down there? Or is the chair moving? I like, I shouted to my wife. She's like, yeah, it's moving. I'm like, okay, like it, this doesn't upset you. My dad was power washing the house at the time. So he probably didn't even notice. And so that, yeah, they didn't notice. They're like, oh, I'm power washing the house. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't think power washing a house is going to make it shake, whatever. And then we, we found out like 10 minutes later, someone across the street came over and was like, hey, did you guys feel the earthquake? I'm like, yeah, I did. So that was, yeah. that was, I was very proud of my instincts to know from watching enough. I 
California shows and movies, yeah. you stand in a doorway. It's yeah. the safest I feel like they teach you that in elementary school, even though, like, you know, we grew up on the East Coast. We don't <laughs> no. have earthquakes out there. Did they not teach you that in elementary school? In your mm, one-room schoolhouse in New Jersey? No, I don't think so. In colonial New Jersey? No, we were, we were given a, a bucket of rocks so that if there was ever an intruder in our classroom, uh, we would be safe with, with a bucket of rocks to throw at Wait, really? an intruder. No, but that was what a superintendent in our area did say after Sandy Hook, so... Oh um, God! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, I but didn't you had the bucket of rocks. I yeah. mean, that, that I, didn't, I didn't feel the earthquake in 2011. I was all the way up in Boston at you that time. You were hammered, right? So I, I mean, so I was probably hammered. I was drunk the entire time. I you were in Boston. smashed. Like it was not okay. But um, my friends who worked in like tall office buildings felt it. I bet. But I didn't <sighs> feel it at ground level. And so the next day we were like, all right, you got to get your you got to get your act together, Susie. You know, you got a little bit of the hangover going. First thing you did, you reach for your athletic greens. Yes. Because that is the stabilizer. <laughs> what a transition. I, look, I, I use Patrick. it every day. I've got to start my day off with it. Now, my new routine. So, look, athletic greens, one scoop, 75, uh, high-quality, multi-source vitamins, probiotics, whole food source, superfoods, you name it, is in there. One-stop shop, super easy. It's a micro habit you can keep yourself regular with every single day. Now... It's become more of a habit because I'm preparing my drink the night before. I'm going the night before That's now. That's so smart. Yeah. Put it so in the smart. fridge so it's a little bit chilled. It's really sweet. Uh, it doesn't have sugar like a lot of other like vitamins. No, but it has That's like a, a huge slight one. natural sweetness. Oh, it's sweet. Sweetness. Yeah. No, it's yes. good. It has that sweetness, but right. It doesn't have a lot of sugar. So mm -hmm. it's great. They'll actually want to hook you up with a free one-year supply of their immune-supporting vitamin D. And if you visit athleticgreens.com slash Rocky, they're also going to hook you up with five free travel packs when you go to athleticgreens.com slash Rockies to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance, pick up the ultimate daily dental insurance by going over to Green Mountain Dental Group. That's the spot to keep the chompers nice and white. Keep them chomping. If you mention us, DNVR Sports, not only are they going to get you a $300 discount for a full orthodontics treatment for new patients, but if you set up a cleaning exam, an x-ray, they're going to get you a free set of bleach trays that I've used, and they're fantastic. They do not make your teeth sensitive yes. like some of the other ones. They know what they're doing at Green Mountain Dental Group. No, they, they take good care of us. They, they do. really do. Look at these chompers. So Broncos are going after their prime candidates. They'll probably get Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh. Mm -hmm. Great. See you. They got their top candidate. They got Deion Sanders. But what about us? What would that look like for the Rockies? <laughs> now, Bud Black, as we said, last year uh, before he enters managerial free agency, if you will, <laughs> Bill Schmidt, not sure how long his deal is. Usually sound like a three-year deal. Uh, so he probably has another year. Uh, 2022 would have been his like, first official year because mm -hmm. he was interim. So you have to wait until maybe after 2024. But it got me thinking, like, who are the names that if you brought them in, to the Rockies organization in the front office, you'd almost immediately go, okay, this team is is going to several postseasons mm -hmm. in a very short amount of time. And number one on that list would have to be... The curse breaker? Theo Epstein. Yes. That's right. The yes. curse breaker himself brought two curses to their knees. Red Sox in 2004 after 86 years of futility and the Chicago Cubs in 2016 after 108 years... Wow. And you know what? It's let's get the Rockies in the mix now. I mean Although I guess like you are know timeline-wise. <laughs> I, I I We're not we're not there in line yet. The Rockies curse because as it goes, when they when they dug up the the earth to create Coors Field, Dinosaur. there was maybe what a ten thousand pound 
Triceratops skull was mm-hmm. was found. So it's it's kind of the Cretaceous curse, right? The Cretaceous mm. era is is in and around the dinosaurs. Yeah. So it's the Cretaceous I'm curse. Take your word on this. So Theo Epstein would be breaking the Cretaceous curse to get the Rockies to win their World Series. I mean, he is a guy that's thinking of things that we can't even fathom right now. Mm-hmm. He's working in MLB's front office, like he's he's working alongside Commissioner Rob Manfred. So uh, he's even more knowledgeable, even more dangerous. Uh, so I think he would probably have to be that that top candidate. He he might you know he, he helped uh, the Cubs invest in and around the area. I know the the Rockies are already doing that right now. Mm-hmm. If he's in power, is he trying to convince Dick Monfort, Rob Walton, uh, leader of the uh, Broncos ownership group, Stan Kroenke, to build a mega sports complex out by DIA? Of course, that. we all would hate that. I would hate that so much. But that's the kind of thinker that Theo Epstein is. So that could be a little bit dangerous. Hopefully, if he just took six to baseball, there, there's a World Series championship within five years for the Rockies. I would, I you know happen. what? I, I like his mojo. If he came in and was like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna win a World Series, I, I would I, I would be like, okay, Jesus, take the wheel, let's go. I don't know that I said this year year and a half ago when Jeff Breidich stepped aside and resigned, and they're talking about going outside the organization for a GM. Uh, but I'll say it now: if Theo Epstein were at Coors Field. He would not be getting interviewed. Theo Epstein would be interviewing Dick Monfort to say, <laughs> this is what I want. This is what I need. This is what you would need to do if you want me to be a part of your organization. It oh, would yeah. not be Dick Monfort going, so tell me a little bit about yourself. They would be so lucky. Like, all right, what exactly. are your strengths and weaknesses? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dave Dombrowski, your boy. My boy. Now, he's, he's not a free agent or anything. Uh, he's with the Phillies. Uh Bad part about him, he will trade away all your prospects, but you will win with Dave Dombrowski, who's the first Marlins general manager, mm-hmm. took him to the World Series. Uh, they they won it there in year four in 1996. Very impressive. Very, very impressive. quickly. Uh, his fingerprints were all over the second World Series win in 2003. Uh, becomes the GM of the Detroit Tigers, takes him to the playoff for the first time in 19 years. Five consecutive postseasons, mm-hmm. uh, or rather five postseasons in nine years, four consecutive AL Central pennants, two World Series appearances, then goes to Boston, three straight AL East pennants, 2018 World Series. They've kind of been in disarray since he's left. He would be uh, uh, a great candidate to use all of the prospect capital to make trades, kind of like how he's doing with the Phillies. Mm-hmm. But again, the proof is in the pudding. He gets teams deep into the postseason. You know what? I, I love Dave Dombrowski because he just he he's doing so much this offseason. He gets things done. Yeah. He's a guy who's proven that he can get a team to a World Series, get them a World Series ring. Like, you know how I say I will spend any amount of money to get my my Taylor Swift tickets? You are fit. You've been saying that for at least a decade. For, You're uh, known yes. for that statement. I, I will spend any amount of money I can to get those tickets. I wish like just like one year Dick Monfort would be like, I'm going to spend any amount of money to get this GM that's going to take us to a World Series. And GMs are not $200 million like Carlos Correa. Yeah. <laughs> He's the guy who, again, he's he's pushing the spreadsheets, pushing the pencils, and he's making those those big moves from behind the scenes. Uh, you could take anybody, almost anyone, maybe even the clubhouse manager for the Tampa Bay Rays or Houston Astros, and you go, <laughs> all right, we, we'd be fine with, with somebody like that. Um, make uh, big investments in the analytics department. Mm-hmm. That obviously goes a long that way. That would be amazing. With the Rays and Astros. Uh, I, again, I like the changes that the Rockies have been making. 
um, but they've they've been at smaller increments than mm-hmm. than I think a lot of us would uh, would like. Coors Field can become a benefit again, once again, to the Rockies, like it was in the mid '90s with the Blake Street Bombers. Use it to their advantage again. Uh, if you're thinking outside the box, like a lot of the folks over there in Tampa and Houston, maybe you're changing the dimensions of Coors Field. I've asked numerous people that I respect about it, and they almost always, they don't laugh at me, but they're like, mm-hmm. no, you're, you're not changing the dimensions. I don't know how you could. I do have thoughts on that. But again, if you change the dimensions and, and make it a little bit more extreme for, let's say, left-handed hitters, like you make that auxiliary scoreboard a short right field porch, mm-hmm. now you can build a team that's going to be even more successful at home around it. You might not need to do that with this crop of prospects coming up. I'll say that as uh, a disclaimer, but until the Rockies win a World Series, you you got you to gotta throw anything out there mm-hmm. as a possibility. John Mozalak, this is his final year in St. Louis. John Mozalak is a Colorado kid, born in Ooh. Boulder, graduated from Fairview. Uh, he went to ASU before graduating CU Boulder. His first job with the Rockies was in 1993. That was his first job in baseball. His first job. Mm-hmm. Uh, he... he Hung out. I think he, he was uh, fly fishing with Bryn Smith, uh, still the oldest living uh, Rockies player, Bryn Smith. He was an old guy back even in 1993, but was fly fishing with him, told him, yeah, he played a little bit of baseball. They brought him in to throw batting practice. That's how new of a team they were as an expansion club. They didn't even have anyone to throw batting practice that was left-handed. So they brought him in. He works in the oh clubhouse. Oh, my gosh. Uh, works underneath uh, assistant GM Walt Jockety. Jockety immediately uh, goes over to St. Louis Cardinals to become GM. Uh, the rest is history. Since he's been in charge in 2018, they've never had a losing season, folks. Ten playoff appearances in 15 seasons, always above 500 in those last 15 years. Two World Series appearances, one ring. John Mosaic, I might even like more because of that story. And I think the Monforts would probably like that a little bit more, too. You know too. what? He's got history with the organization. But then again, like, I mean, yeah, he was also... It, it's so funny to see, like, oh, yeah, even back then, the Rockies have people doing, like, a couple of jobs that, like, maybe they don't need to be doing, but it's a good story. Yeah. It's a good story. Yeah. There, there's a few other uh, GM candidates, too, to talk about. On the manager side, though, Dusty Baker's in his final year with Houston. Mm-hmm. That, again, can't go wrong with Dusty Baker. Can't go wrong with Dusty Baker. There's another guy who's in the final year that has been very successful. Uh, he's the winningest manager in his franchise's history, mm-hmm. 526 winning percentage, winning record in five of seven seasons, four postseason appearances. Uh, Craig Council. Susie, do you know what Craig Council looked like when he uh, was a hitter, when he played I baseball? Ac- I actually do not. Okay, look at, look at this gonna... batting stance. What? <laughs> <laughs> That is an all-time batting stance. Why does he hold a bat like that? He came up. He debuted as a Rocky. He's got the bat almost as high as you could possibly have it over your head. The middle photograph is the best. Why? Because you're almost looking at it as the umpire, and you're like, what are you doing? I don't. He, he doesn't look like he's even chopping wood. The first one, as weird as it is, is the most normal one compared to all the other ones. This looks like if you hand a toddler a bat for the first time, like this is what they did with it. Great comparison. Like, this is how someone who's never held a bat or seen baseball holds a bat. This is insane. And you know what? It doesn't matter if you can play, if you can manage, bring the guy in, <laughs> create counsel for the next manager if Bud Black doesn't come back. I definitely would be down for that. Already the winningest manager in Brewers history. Think about that. You know, that's impressive too. And also, like, again, a guy with a connection to the organization right. debuting with the Rockies. I I, I would like that. Yeah. I think that would be a good move. I think that would be. That would be interesting. Again, uh, as long as Bud Black's not coming back and he doesn't want, want to keep the job, 
those those are a couple couple really really good candidates. Uh, we are great candidates to be followed on Twitter, to be stalked. Don't just follow us on Twitter. Stalk us on Twitter. No, not not funny. (laughs) No, all right. It's a little too close to home. Um, I've had too much happen to me. At DNVR underscore Rockies. uh, At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at. Uh, and Twitter. you can find oh what you can on find Twitter me you can find me at on Twitter Hunter at. not just on Twitter but on all platforms. This has been wonderful. This has been a momentous. Thanks to everybody in the chat. Yeah, uh, we we see you, we hear you, we appreciate you. Uh, but unfortunately, you know what they say about momentum, Susie. What do they say? It's only as good as your next show. So we will talk to you tomorrow at 11 a.m. on the DNVR Rockies podcast with special guests from Baseball America, Kyle Glazer. Ooh.